BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hi, everyone, and welcome to With Wit. I hope you are all having a great week so far. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this. I cannot express my gratitude enough, honestly. And I know that sounds like super cheeseball, but this has become one of the most proud platforms that I have worked on, honestly, and been able to watch grow. And it's just been so cool to see because it's really like, it's me and it's me talking to other people. And I love that people actually want to listen to that. Apologies in advance if I sound kind of funny doing this and the episode you're about to listen to. I'm struggling this week big time with some canker sores and some talking like I just got braces on. Bear with me. Anyways, into this episode, really loved recording it. Love recording with young, empowering female entrepreneurs. I remember I use the word empowered a lot in this episode. So maybe make it into a drinking game every time I say empower. Take a shot. But I really love talking to professionals who work entirely in different wheelhouses than me. It's just very, very enlightening. I had the pleasure of speaking to the founder and CEO of BASE, Lola Priego. With the BASE at-home blood work kits, a simple finger prick or saliva sample makes it easy to find the answers to common health concerns. Lola is an experienced software engineer and former medical student on a mission to help people better understand what is going on in their bodies and transform their health through personalized, actionable health solutions. Whether you want to work on your diet, your stress levels, your sleep, your sex drive, all these things that we struggle with on a daily basis don't need to be struggles. They can be things that we can really take charge of ourselves without having to go sit in a doctor's office and feel like just a number among patients. 
Before BASE, Lola worked at Amazon, Facebook, and Instagram and served as the head of engineering at Core, a Kosla-backed startup within the lab industry BASE. We discussed the path that led her to create BASE, how it all works, the big picture of wellness, and so much more. You will really love this one, and you will definitely probably want to try base. I am doing it, and so is Timmy, because I, I want to see my numbers. I want to take charge. I want to figure out how to maximize my health. I feel like I'm a pretty healthy person, but I don't know. For me right now, there's like a reason why these canker sores are coming up, and I think that's because of lack of sleep and stress, and I would just love to take a look at like general hormone levels, all the stuff that we should know what's going on inside of our bodies, right? Like we look at the outside of our bodies every day and we judge ourselves based on that, but we should really be looking at the inside of our bodies in order to make sure that that is working at its optimal level. Okay. Here is Lola. Lola, I am so excited to be talking to you. You are such an amazing, young, empowering female entrepreneur And I went onto your website last night and I signed up and I'm so excited to use BASE and I'm so excited for everyone here to learn about what BASE is. I first want to talk about just you and and how you got started and, and how you got the nerves to basically found this company. Of course. I guess that my entire life has been leading to this moment since I was five years old I was that kind of annoying person that was born saying that I wanted (laughs) to improve people's lives make the world a better place and you know it sounds cliche but it's always been the theme of my life right like dedicating my life's work to that so I actually started med school with the idea of being a surgeon and uh, halfway through, or like, I guess uh, a couple of years in, what I realized was that I would prefer to have broader impact through technology. And I started engineering school. So I dropped out uh, med school to start engineering school. And from there, I came to the U.S. about 10 years ago to do to finish my master's in AI from Spain. And I, you know, fell in love with big tech. So I started working for Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, mostly focused on personalization data algorithms. So, you know, recommended products or content when I was at Amazon and then really focused on how to increase time spent for Instagram uh, as part of their core engineering team when I hit a chronic fatigue and brain fog issue. And at the time I spent you know, close to a thousand dollars and things that were not helping me. It was a nightmare. I was trying everything out and I felt like I was not making a ton of progress. And back in the day, I saw this thing called the keto diet. I'm not sure if you gave that one a try. I have never given that one a try, but I've definitely heard of it. So basically for me, what I read was that it was super helpful if you were experiencing sugar crashes after lunch and all of that. I gave that one a try Mm. and three months later, I felt even worse. At the time, I, at the time I'm like, you know, this is enough. I went to the doctor with a list of lab work that I wanted to get done. You know, my medical background Mm -hmm. creeping in. 
And when I got my lab results, that, that was my aha moment because I saw that the chronic fatigue and brain fog was rooted on one hand, severe vitamin deficiencies or B12 folate. On the other hand, the long-term keto diet gave me, made my cholesterol to go up because I was not eating the right fats, which caused some thyroid and hormonal imbalances. At the time, the doctor offered or asked me if I wanted to take prescription medication, which to me, I was like, well, you tell me, you're the doctor, right? So right. what I did was to hold off on the medication. I took the, the, the lab results and I created a personalized nutritional and lifestyle plan based on those results. And at the time, you know, when I started with this nutritional plan, I just uh, switched a lot of fats for, you know, that bacon and cheese from the keto diet for avocado and salmon, just decreased coconut oil intake and a few like saturated fats. What I did was uh, basically go back to retest on my own dime. Because at the time, of course, your insurance doesn't cover, right, or annual physical uh, doesn't cover any type of retest. And uh, I started feeling better. But at that time, or at that point, you don't know if you're going crazy, you know, what is going on, you know, like this is probably month number nine. But when I saw the retest, I only retested the things that were off. So my thyroid, my LDL, and the vitamin deficiencies. When I saw my levels getting directionally better, that was the A, the encouragement and the accountability that I needed to keep going, uh, at least for a couple months more until the problem was fully fixed. Uh, And B, that was finally the key to like feeling better and, you know, kind of getting rid of that fatigue. And now, you know, at the time, it was funny because I realized that I spent years in my career working towards developing this data and personalization algorithms. And that innovation is being used in industries like entertainment, advertising, shopping, all the way to self-driving cars. But what I realized that, that we're not using that innovation and technology to help you feel better and get to the root cause of weird symptoms like you know, hair loss, acne, weight loss, right? Like a lot of people struggle with that and to help people shop or create improvement plans for those problems from a data-driven standpoint. And, and that's how the, the idea of PACE came to life. It's so, so amazing because it's one of those inventions where you're like, this sounds so simple. Like, how is it not already invented? And I think that it's, it's so amazing and empowering to be able to have this personalized care because I think a lot of us, we are so impressionable and we're like, we think we need this or this worked for this person. We're going to try this. And there's so many different things being thrown at us. And we forget in all of this that we're all such unique human beings with different needs and that what we really need to do is just be testing ourselves individually to know what we actually need. Because obviously what works for one person may not work for you. So it's really empowering. And I think it's also really great that you decided to take on the brunt of the work yourself and not necessarily just listen to the doctor. Because I've talked about this a lot on my podcast. And I think a lot of doctors immediately want to start prescribing things and they want to start these plans that involved unnecessary medications. And it's so important that we turn to like the actual science and also our nutrition, like what we're putting in our body and how those kind of simple changes can make such a huge difference, right? Right. Uh, And I think, you know, to play devil's advocate, 
I went to med school. I am close friends with, you know, right. a lot of doctors. Now imagine that you're right. Your job is about truly keeping people alive and treating things that are very critical. And that job, uh, just only that job, it's a lot, a lot to take on. Right. And for you as a doctor, imagine that now you have to be monitoring a patient. What are they doing on a daily basis? Like, because at the end of the day, you know, you may tell people to eat this and that, but unless you follow up and you do a lot of work, you cannot really help people uh, improve their daily health. So prescription is that quick route that you take as a doctor to help, you know, prevent or treat critical issues. So uh, I call this sick care, right? But what we are trying to do at base is there are other issues like weight loss, fatigue, right? Even going to potential, you know, things like fertility or, hormonal imbalances for women and so forth that have bad like symptoms that really would affect how you live your day on a daily basis. And that's where we play. Even people with chronic conditions, they still have a healthy relationship with their primary care doctor. So people who have Hashimoto's or like thyroid and like hypothyroidism or hyperthyroidism, they are coming to base despite, you know, they working with their primary physician on their prescription and just, you know, doing some kind of uh, follow-up there, but they come to us because they want that nutritional and easy access to lab testing through Bayes. And, and that's what we are seeing is that we are actually not opposite. What we're doing at Bayes is covering certain things that doctors just simply don't have the time to do. Right. That totally makes sense because in theory, you want the doctor to be completely 100% checked in and like a fully holistic lifestyle type doctor, but those are not very accessible, right? So it's like up to us as individuals to take charge of that and utilize constructs like base to actually help us and use as a supplement to what our doctors are doing. So how does base actually work? I mean, I went on the website and filled out my own quiz and then got an email with what you guys recommended for me to start. But for everybody that's new to base, just give like an intro to how it works. So you will come to the website, get-base.com, and then you will tell us what are you struggling with, whether that's weight loss, fatigue, uh, just general longevity or general health concerns, hormonal imbalances. We would then ask you a little bit more about your diet or you know your medical history to then prescribe a set of tests that will be personalized to discover potential root causes, imbalances, or deficiencies based on your data. From there, you know you can take this test or either at home. And this test recommendation would be for fifty nine ninety five. You can use your HSA and FSA dollars, and then you can take this test or either at home or at a Quest Diagnostics. From there, uh, you know once you get your results in app, that would take about five uh, five business days. You will see what's deficient. You you know for example, let's imagine that you come to us because you're really tired, right? So we depending on some answers to some questions, we may prescribe you a test for iron to test for anemia or potentially hormonal imbalances. So adrenal fatigue, a couple of other options too. Let's say that in your case, you have uh, adrenal fatigue. That is when you wake up and you're really tired, your cortisol is low, your testosterone and DHA, some hormones are low. 
from there, what we would say is like, okay, here's a nutritional and lifestyle plan that is designed to increase these hormonal levels through eating this type of fats or this type of, you know, saturated fats, and then doing this exercise and taking this, let's say, omega-3 supplement, right? You would also have direct links to Amazon products that our science board has vetted. We don't sell any products ourselves because we think that that's an, kind of unethical. We prefer to give people the option to go and shop for things that are within their price range or, you know, things that they uh, they trust. So you can shop with a couple of clicks through the base app, uh, brands that we have vetted from a scientific standpoint. And then from there, you would retest the deficiency that is off uh, once or twice. So we can see like, okay, you don't need to take this supplement anymore, or you can reduce the dosage to this. You're actually improving. And, or, you know, let's say that, for example, you're not improving that much, have a health coaching session. So then we can address potential issues that can be going on from there. So that's how the program works. It's a two-month improvement program, which is designed to improve that symptom or fix that issue that you're struggling with, whether that's, again, like I've mentioned, the list weight loss, fatigue, or so forth. At the end of the program, we'll be checking with you just to make sure that we actually got you to where you wanted to be. And now, which is super exciting, we are incorporating even more features like uh, foot logging and, and foot tracking and so forth, just to keep people accountable and give them the tools that they need on a daily basis. To actually understand what foods are good for their hormonal imbalances or hormonal balances, nutritional levels, and vitamin levels. Right. Okay. So a couple question, follow up questions. So you either prick your finger at home or you go into a lab and get blood drawn. Correct. If you do the test at home, uh, you may also do a saliva test for hormones. So hormones oh. go through saliva tests similar to Twenty Three and Me. And nutrients uh-huh. and vitamin levels go through a finger prick. Okay. And have you found that people are a little bit scared or resistant to do the finger prick? Or h- how has that been? About 10%. But we have a concierge uh, FaceTime, of course, complimentary all that you could do with one of our team members, where they, through a five-minute FaceTime video session, they'll walk you through how to do it. So you can feel confident and like, okay, you know, like there's just someone there for you. And also like we will walk you through how to do it in a way that it would be painless. For people that are just squeamish to do it themselves, we're also now offering phlebotomy visits uh, in the case that, you know, that you just really don't want to do it. We will get you a phlebotomy home to do a, a regular blood draw. All right. Amazing. And then when you are talking about this team of people that's looking at your numbers and working with you for these few months to get your numbers to the place where you want them to be, like, who are these people? The doctors, the nutritionists, the scientists, what are their respective roles and and how have you chosen them? Yeah. So we actually do, it would be mostly through technology that your nutritional and lifestyle plan would be crafted. This technology is actually leveraging data. So what we see that is working for like in clinical trials, data from other members in the community. And then we are pulling the experts and functional medicine uh, on certain areas to continue to create our algorithms and technology. So it's actually pretty cool because we do this blend of like data and then the best of the best for certain issues. We put all of that together into a product that is getting you to that specific nutrition and lifestyle plan that is crafted based on your personalized, based on your results. 
Now, for questions, support, and adjustments, you will have uh, a complimentary 15-minute FaceTime session with a health coach that will go through that plan with you to see if you have any questions, uh, if you want to adjust anything, if we've missed anything on the onboarding process to make any potential tweaks there. Okay, got it. All right. So obviously with base, like you guys are finding that they're the five most common areas that people have within health concerns are diet, stress, energy, sleep, and sex drive, right? Yeah. So how, if we go through each, I'm sure each obviously have a different, you know, like a different regimen that you guys recommend and a different plan, but how would you say generally you guys help improve those areas? Yeah. So it depends on whatever. The first step will be the investigation phase that will be uncovering what is the hormone, nutrient, or vitamin that is causing, you know, you to not to feel at your best on one uh-huh, of the, the, uh-huh. the, your symptoms or areas of concern. So for example, weight loss, right? Like, are you not being able to lose weight because you're not eating a lot of fats? You have a hormonal imbalance, right? What we call the fat burning uh, hormones test will give us that information, right? Or mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. it that you're not losing weight because your inflammation and triglycerides are high? Is it that you have a thyroid imbalance, right? Is it that you actually are experiencing issues with weight loss because you're pre-diabetics or your HbA1c is high? So potential symptoms, mm-hmm. right? When you get hangry <laughs> or like a little <laughs> shaky, you know, like that's yeah. usually mm-hmm. could be that you, you have some signs of pre-diabetes. Long story short, the first step would be to answer what's off within your body that is causing that symptom, right? We always say it may not be you, it may be your hormones because a lot of people tend to blame themselves. You know, maybe I'm just tired all the time because I'm 40 years old, right? And the reality is not that. Or maybe I'm not able to lose weight because it's genetic. Whether that could be true that you have some genetic predisposition, of course, to gain weight. There are other hormonal nutrient environment factors that also come into play. So the first step, investigation phase, understand where it's coming from. Second step, once we have that information, have that nutritional and lifestyle plan that would be designed to fix that deficiency and imbalance with that potential retest for any minor adjustments in that health coach consultation for any questions that you may have. Okay, got it. All right. And then what about, let's say for me specifically, like I'm having this issue where I'm getting canker sores all the time. And I've been told that canker sores can come from, they can come from your diet. They can come from stress. They can come from lack of sleep. Like if I were to come to you to do the blood tests and check this all out, could you help with specific issues like that? Like how how the diet, the stress, and the sleep are maybe affecting something like canker sores? Or is it more general type stuff that you guys are working with? Typically, it would be more general, but actually for something like a canker sore, you can just reach out through the chat uh, on our website and say like, I have this specific issue. And like, you know, when you come in on the onboarding thing, like you just say, you just indicate on the onboarding flow that you have a canker sore. And then you ping us and it's like, hey, I just want to make sure that you guys incorporate this within your program. And then we would actually be able to do so because as you said, uh, canker sores are usually rooted in potential deficiencies like vitamin B12, 
anemia, right? Like iron or some hormonal imbalances as well. So in that case, what we would do would be to check for some of those things. We may ask additional questions in the case of people being price sensitive because, you know, it's $59.95 per test. And some people right. are like, I just really want to do one test and give this a try and see what's what's going on. What we could do mm-hmm. is based on that, like in a few other additional questions and answers, we could prioritize and say like, okay, let's check hormones first or let's check their like vitamin and iron levels first. So that way we're able to prioritize that until we get to that uh, deficiency or hormonal imbalance that, you know, you may have off. And of course, you know, like there could be other things that uh, could come into play, but potentially or not potentially actually fixing this hormone or vitamin or nutrient levels. uh, It's just leading your body to be a little bit out of whack would definitely be quite helpful versus, you know, having to always treat the problem once it appears. And then, you know, it just, it's kind of, uh, a headache, right? To deal with that once the canker sores show up. But what we would do is right. to treat that preemptively so you don't get them anymore. Got it. Okay. That's amazing. I mean, it's so nice that you have that support on the site where it's not just all about the numbers, but that there's actually like a human element too, so that we can really focus on what our individual needs are. One of our team member. Uh, Grace, she was participating in a study that we were doing around how CBD affects your sex hormones. Mm. And one of the hormones that affect your sex drive is going to be cortisol, uh, the main stress-induced hormone, right? Because if you're really stressed, basically cortisol blocks the production of the true sex drive hormones like estradiol, testosterone, which women we also have, right? So the problem is sometimes when people are really stressed out, they would not be able to have sex because that's blocking the production of those like sex-related hormones, right? So now we were doing this three-day study and Grace, who was part of our team on the content side, you know, she was doing this study with the team and then we got the results back from the study And uh, I saw this email going on with the medical director and the medical director of one of our lab partners about this result that was really, really high in cortisol. So I looked Mm -hmm. at, like, I looked at the name and I see Grace Clark and I'm like, hold on. Uh, Because she was, we were actually together at that time working, preparing for an event. And I'm like, Grace, what did you do when you collected these saliva samples? Because again, hormones go through a saliva test. And she was like, nothing. I was just doing, you know, regular work, just normal day. And I'm like, wait, wait, were you spitting in this tube as you were on a treadmill or doing like a heavy workout? Cause like you're, you know, like, cause then that you release cortisol when you do high intensity training. And she's like, no, actually I didn't work out that day. I was shocked. Uh, cause it was really, really high. So immediately we call our medical director. And at that time, I recall that Grace was always saying that she has a lot of work anxiety. And she said like, no, no, I actually have a lot of work anxiety to a point that I take prescription medication and it's really bad. I just lose control of it and so forth. So we were talking to the doctor and then he, you know, one of the things that he said is like, okay, let's just go through your app recommendations from base and trying to understand her habits a little bit more. One of the things that we were pointing out to was drinking coffee to reduce the coffee intake. 
her coffee intake. Now, she, uh, the doctor asked her, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Turns out she had five. Oy. And then the doctor explained the correlation between cortisol, caffeine, and anxiety. Uh-huh. And at that point, Grace like, well, I'm shocked that I didn't know that my stress and my cortisol and my caffeine intake was actually affecting and making my anxiety way worse because there's this feedback loop. She stopped drinking coffee. She started to introduce a few other behavioral changes. Long story short, she dropped her medication for anxiety. Wow. She posted her about her story in our blog. And it's quite enlightening because she got really frustrated. Why didn't my right. therapist or psychiatrist ever thought about prescribing a cortisol or stress-related hormone test? So we could also look not only into like medication and how to control that on a day-by-day basis, but figuring out what the long-term fix is or where are, where, what's the root cause to how I'm feeling in addition right. to environmental stress or, you know, potential predisposition to be more anxious. She just didn't know how the things that she was doing on a daily basis were, were actually affecting her anxiety. And that was, that was a shocking story for us. Yeah. I mean, And then you wonder why like your primary care physicians and other doctors aren't necessarily asking these questions or recommending these things. But it's like you said, they have so many patients and it would take them having to go into extreme depth into your your life to figure it all out. And that's just not necessarily what the state of like medical care really looks like. So you guys are creating this like antidote to that essentially. Exactly. And I think, you know, a question that we get often too is, do I need to test through base or can I upload the results of an annual physical? And we always say, uh-huh, uh-huh. we would be thrilled to upload your annual physical results to the app for free. So then you can see those, uh, the recommendations and the in pinpoint any specific deficiencies that are causing the way that you're feeling. But the reality is that 90% of insurance annual physicals do not cover certain things like certain vitamins, cortisol testing, and a few other biomarkers that are key to understand some of these daily symptoms. I don't know if you get asked this question a lot when you're doing these types of interviews. I'm sure you do. But obviously, Elizabeth Holmes, who tried to develop this kind of thing and do a rollout in retail stores... Mm -hmm. This sounds like you've made this accessible. You've made this real. You've made this an actual thing that we can take home and do. Why didn't hers work? What is the difference and what is, did that inspire you or do you not like the comparison? Like, I'm just interested in the relationship there. Yeah, uh, I think it's quite different actually because Elizabeth Holmes was developing a machine to do lab testing based on a drop of blood. What we are doing is to work with labs that already develop technology that is approved by the FDA and using pediatric to be able to measure a couple of biomarkers that are feasible through more like five to eight drops of blood, right? Uh-huh. It's quite different because on one hand, she's working to replace labs. We are working with the lab. So you still have to mail your Got sample it. back to a lab, similar for the saliva sample and 23andMe, right? In uh-huh, the case uh-huh. of how our home test kits work, it's using this uh, technology that has been used for a few years in pediatrics. It's also used by a few other players in the industry as well. So we are certainly not the first ones. 
what we are doing a little bit different than other players is just creating a whole holistic or nutritional and improvement to month improvement plan on top of the lab data. But again, uh, right. even if someone comes to us and is like, I just want to upload the results because I managed to get this approved by my doctor, we would be happy to do so as well. Because we care less about yeah. how the test gets done because we trust and we defer to our labs to just tell us how that gets done. That's why you can also work or walk into a quest diagnostics with the base app because we actually partner with national laboratories to do the analysis. And we play more on the other realm of diagnosing, finding root causes and creating the action improvement action plan. Right. That makes sense because you want to be a resource for people. I see this difference now. You're not just there like determining the data. You're helping people read the data and figure out the solutions. Exactly. We are in between labs, doctors and you. And then Elizabeth Holmes was just trying to replace labs. I do believe that new healthcare companies should be looked into like with a critical eye. Because we as consumers have the responsibility to also understand what certifications do you have? Like it's my Mm -hmm. data secure, right? Like are the doctors and labs that you partner up with certified and what are their their certifications so all of this information is in our science page and we advocate for transparency and i think this is important to you know to talk we actually fun fact my first article in the new york times was about this there was this big article about female founders in healthcare that live under the shadow of elizabeth holmes Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. it's uh it was Mm -hmm. interesting it was actually it is a great article to read because it kind of demonstrates how uh what she did uh it's now raising the bar in the industry for criticism which i do think and i agree that it's necessary but understanding and educating yourself and also learning what to trust and when to trust something, it's important because if not, you don't want to miss out on new developments and technology just because of what happened with Elizabeth Holmes. Totally. I know. And that that when I went to go ask that question, like I felt a little small minded, like I should know the differences. And but I just thought it would be interesting to hear from you, from someone really in the space, what that relationship looked like. So I, I see what you're saying. And I think it's, I think what you're doing is so amazing. At, who would you recommend base to right now? Anyone who feels frustrated about specific health goal that they have. So whether that's weight loss, again, or fatigue, your skin, your hair loss, like when you have something that is going on and you've tried other things and they have not worked, I think that base is probably the best. Uh, place to start and of course if you want to the the closest alternative could be a functional medicine doctor but those usually are very pricey like you know 400 from 200 to 400 dollar per session and you probably would typically need two to three sessions to get to a conclusion so i would recommend base to anyone that is struggling with and trying to understand what's going on with their bodies right and how often do you take the tests? Personally, I do the two-month improvement program and any time that I want to, you know, I have a particular goal. So I just wrapped up the weight management goal uh, or the weight management program for the summer. And then typically I get 
somewhat fatigue during the winter. So I usually look into that one. If I experience some hormonal imbalances, then I go and I dig into those as well. And then if mm-hmm. not, I let base also ping me every time that they think that I should be checking or monitoring a deficiency that base already knows that I have. So for example, anemia is one that I struggle with. Base also reminds me every six months or so to check that out. That's amazing. That's so great that you can do that, that you can have them ping you. Because I think one of the hardest parts is us taking like the initiative to take care of ourselves and like, we'll maybe do this once and then we see some improvement, but then we'll fall off again. And I think that this, it's so important to have longevity and to know that this is something that you can just continually do and really fit into your wellness journey, right? It's not just like something to do only when something's off. It feels like something to continually check in with so that you're maximizing your own health, right? Right. So What does a day look like for you running a company like this? I usually wake up around 6, 6.30 because we have an office in Spain, in Europe for engineering. So I usually start my meetings day around 7.30 a.m. Okay. I typically have meetings until 4, back to back with not a lot of uh, breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Like five days a week you're doing that? Well, just hold on because it just gets better. Uh, So then I take (sighs) a break, a one hour break to work out. You typically work out every day. Mm -hmm. Of course, I have my cycles and and phases where I don't work out at all. For the past year or so, I've been working out every weekday or, you know, 80% of weekdays. And then I, by the time I finish and I shower, it's around 6.30 p.m. or so. So I go back to work and then is when I do my tasks and I typically work until 11 p.m. or so. That would be Monday through Wednesday. And then Thursdays, I typically wrap up a little bit early, like at eight. Uh, So then I I do an an hour or two of work after working out. And then typically I try Mm -hmm. to chill or see some friends. And then Fridays as well, I would wrap up a little bit earlier, like around 7 or 8 p.m. because I usually have dinner. I'm Lately, I've been based in Miami instead of New York City because it's been, you know, I've been spending some time there. So in Miami, you typically have dinner later and then I rest on Saturday and then Sundays are, uh, it's a work day for me. So I typically work like around eight, 10 hours. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, <laughs> how old are you? <laughs> I am about to be 32. Okay. And how are you not completely burnt out by all this work? I mean, I've done so many episodes on this podcast about finding the right balance and realizing that it's not necessarily always about the quantity of time you're working, but like the quality of the work that you're putting in. And this seems like unmanageable to continually do. How do you, how are you able to uphold this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been close to three years of this and no vacation uh-huh. time, but I think I'm doing quite great. You know, like when you see an Olympic athlete and, you know, yes. maybe you see them flipping and you would say like, how the hell do they do this? Uh, yes. I think it's something similar to me. You know, it's it's something that I'm doing for base, but since I was little, I've always been really hardworking and had a million side projects. And I like to, I love to be learning all the time. And, uh-huh. you know, when I'm off on Fridays and Saturdays, I'm not laying on the couch. I'm like actively like working out with friends, like going out, uh, having brunch, dinner. 
traveling. So I think that for me, you know, like I, I also agree with you that you definitely have to be okay. It's not sustainable to not be okay and be a work slave. But I, funny enough, even though you look at my hours and then you're like, oh my God, like if I am sick or if I have a friend's birthday or something, I would never miss that out. I think that for me, it's mostly like, you know, there are people that like to be watching TV at the end of the day. And then I actually may be working from the couch, but I'm actually cruising through some tasks or learning a new skill or like, you know, trying to understand a competitor's strategy. And that to me is super fun versus for some people maybe dreading. For me, it's actually energizing. And if I watch TV, I get really bored. So yeah. <laughs> uh, that, if, if people have their nature, right? And genetics, like my right. grandpa retired when he was 96. Uh, oh, wow. My dad was working all the time too. So if I look at my dad's side of family, it's just, you see it. It's just something that is genetic. And so uh, I guess yes. that I'm, I'm quite okay. But for my employees, I'm a quite advocate that, you know, they need to figure out what works for them. Because, you right. know, if you don't prioritize yourself first, it's just not going to work. Right. I know. I would think that that would be a little bit intimidating or difficult working for you knowing that you were working nonstop. Like I would think that I would have to kind of keep up with that and I would not be able to. You know, it's so far from, you know, from everyone else's that I think everyone understands like, oh, this is not expected because this is like insane. So the culture and then you see other teammates that no one else is doing this. So you quickly pick up on the fact that it's not necessary. Right. Okay. That makes sense. And like, in terms of taking care of yourself, what does that look like for you? Like when you are working out or when you, like, I I can imagine that there's a lot of pressure starting a company like this for you to always kind of be on and healthy and happy. So like, how do you make sure that you're doing that for yourself? Yeah. And I guess I have my ups and downs, but working working out is my mental health hack. I don't work out Mm -hmm. because I have any specific goal beyond I need this to like support the other things so for me working out it doesn't have to be super intense it may be you know a quick yoga 20 minute session that I do from home but having therapy every week has also been a thing for me for the past four years just kind of like with any particular agenda I just show up and I talk about my week and things that I've struggled so that has been quite key and eating well. I never eat carbs in the morning or like, I mean, of course, again, uh, if I'm PMSing, I'll have a croissant <laughs> or like a chocolate croissant. But yeah. you know, generally speaking, I try to stay away from carbs during meeting sessions because then if not, I get mm-hmm. sugar crash and then it gets mm-hmm. like hard. So those are kind of like a few things that I do to, you know, to feel to feel good. And what are some of like the lifestyle recommendations that BASE gave you that you uphold on like a daily or weekly basis that are working for you? So for my latest weight management program, it suggested some high intensity training because my T3 was low and my HDL was critically low, like a part of my cholesterol. So I was doing some high intensity training when I do that, you know, I said yoga, (laughs) So then I switched some of those for high intensity training sessions in Fitness Plus. I use the the Apple Fitness Plus subscription. I watch that on my iPad to work out from home. So that's been working quite well on the retesting. I've been seeing some improvements. And beyond that, that that would be it for me. 
Okay. That makes sense. I mean, that's so manageable, right? Like I think a lot of people that would look at this would be like, oh no, this is scary. Like they're going to tell me to reboot my whole diet and change this and change that. And I think that this is, this kind of just like takes the guessing out of it and takes the pressure off. And it's also amazing that there's this two month plan. So that feels realistic and that doesn't feel too long. And it feels like, oh, wow, this gives me hope, right? Like in a couple months, I could be feeling a lot better. And I think that's really empowering for people. Well, for anybody that is interested in this, head to get-base.com for 20% off. You can use the code with wit. Highly, highly recommend. I am going to do it and then I'll keep you guys posted on, on the process. But Lola, thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. I'm I'm really so honored and I'm I'm so inspired by you. You're such an awesome young woman. Thank you so much for having me here. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets. This episode of With Wit is sponsored by BASE.